Welcome to the After Show Show for episode 101. If this is your first time tuning in, this is not the main episode. This is the... Wow. Fantastic baby dance! <laughs> of the main episode. Where we talk about random topics of interest. And Josh tries his hardest to blow up the mic. Despite me telling him not Sorry. to do it. Sorry. Uh, thank you, you, Josh. You can edit that out. You can edit that. I can't edit that out because then it would just be like, wow. <laughs> just no, silence. No, no, nobody? Just a bunch of silence. Nobody? It's like, you know, going for a high five and then nobody sees it. And you high five yourself? I will not high five myself. I would tap the person on the shoulder to high five me. What if they like passed you and it's like too late? Would you like run up to them and tap them on the shoulder? Like, hey, excuse me, sir. It depends if anybody me. saw. It depends if anybody saw. If nobody saw, then who cares, right? But if someone's right. judging you with their judgy eyes and like, ha, look at this kid who didn't get a high five, I'd maybe. With these judgy eyes, Steven. I mean, mm. you got some judgy eyes. Um, well, speaking of judgy eyes and tangents, this is the after show uh, where we, <laughs> we judge things and we have tangents. <laughs> yeah, especially today because in preparing for this episode, Josh already fell asleep. Yep. And yes, I sir. was playing video games and I wanted to sleep. Yes, sir. But we need to record. So what episode is this? Well, in continuing our tradition of producer spotlight episodes, this one is going to be about a little known producer named Teddy Park. Now, Teddy Park, if you didn't know, if you didn't know, was once part of a YG hip hop group called One Time For Your Mind. One T-Y-M is the acronym that they did. Yes, and I've only heard of them from one song, and it's a song that I remember to this day. When I say song, I mean just the chorus. It's just like, one time is one time for your mind. I mean, oh, that's so racist. I know, it turned a little Chinese to me, but uh, so racist. that's all I remember one time for your mind. Did, did you listen to one time for your mind ever, really? I've heard the song, but nothing else. Nothing else. Me neither. But uh, Teddy Park, I was born in Korea, but he grew up in the States. Hence the name Teddy Park. Uh, right. And once, one time for your mind, went on hiatus, he started producing for other YG artists, most notably for 21 and Big Bang. Big Bang. Actually, he also uh, introduced one of his like high school friends uh, to, to Papa YG. And that friend chose the name uh, Choice 37, who is the other major YG producer. Yeah. The in-house, kind of YG has their own in-house producers and... Teddy and Choice are pretty much the really, really big ones. Yeah. So every song that Teddy didn't produce, uh, chances are uh, Choice 37 did. YG, you know, in addition to uh, being part of the cult of uh, Pakune, he uh, got his friends to, to, to make songs for him. That's right. Um, but anyway, so let's start. If you don't, if this is your first producer spotlight, we previously did one for who, Josh? Uh, we did one for Shin Zadong Tiger last time. Yeah, and before that, uh, uh, the double sidekick. Uh, it was double sidekick. It was double sidekick. I actually forgot the last one, which is why I made you do it, and then I remembered the hey, one before. That's that. why we're a team. Teamwork. We remember choice things, just whatever <laughs> we want to remember. Yeah, memory is really bad. This is a this is a terrible. If this is your first episode, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm really sorry. I knew it was gonna be like this because both of us are kind of like strung out right now. Just we're just so tired, and just lacking energy. And so usually when we're lacking energy, of course tangents gotta come out. Yes, we gotta sir. Talk nonsense. Anyway, let's focus. Okay, so 
what we do here is we both picked our top five favorite Teddy produced songs. Yes. And we did limit it to one song per artist. Right. If one of those people did a solo, that doesn't count. That counts as a count, separate yeah. thing. And also, we don't know each other's picks. But like maybe Shinsandong Tiger, I think we're going to have a lot of picks that overlap this time. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. in picking Teddy, we knew that he's a YG in-house producer. And there's really not that many YG artists. Right. Um, and limiting it to one per artist really does uh, make the choices not super wide. No, it doesn't give us a lot of choices, but, but I mean, it's okay. still a lot of good songs, though. Yes, sir. So, Josh, why don't you start picking one of your favorite Teddy Park produced songs? All right. I think we should start this episode off with, of course, Big Bang and Fantastic Baby. on your list steven uh it's actually not what? not on my list because it's not is on my not list. on your list of course of course big uh, bang fantastic baby <laughs> so actually i don't know if i necessarily enjoy fantastic baby the most right now at this moment but it is no. definitely the most iconic big bang song it's probably the most well-known big bang song and agreed if we're at a Nordabang, and we're singing this song is always. Yeah, if you want to get hyped, if I want to blow my voice out, this is the song we're singing. Yes. But for the record, Teddy Park worked on a lot of Big Bang songs. He pretty much made the entire Made series. Uh, he made seven out of the eight songs. So that, of course, yep. is Loser, Baby, Bang, 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 We Like to Party, Sober, Zutter, Let's Not Fall in Love. That's seven out of eight, yeah. Yeah, there's one more that I don't even remember which one it is. Uh, you said sober, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, bang, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. Baby? Yeah. Uh, what else was there? So it was Loser and Baby. Right. We're together. Bang, bang, bang. Right. And we like to party. We're together. All right. I'm pretty sure it's the one that went with sober. Sober. Oh. 
I mean, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It really doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. And also, he worked on a lot of the earlier Big Bang stuff, like Blue, uh, Sunset Glow, and of course, Fantastic Baby. I mean, there's a lot of Big Bang songs to choose from that Teddy obviously like produced, but Fantastic Baby's the most iconic. You just gotta pick it. Is there any other? I mean, I think at the time, I really liked the music video because it was such a grand, nonsensical. Just completely so colors, over the top right. music video, but then they kind of just kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it, and right. kind of not enjoyed it as much. Well, Fantastic Baby was kind of like a signaling of a new kind of era for Big Bang, you know? Right. A more... A more kind of experimental period, right? Yeah. Like, uh, if you're talking like, you know, the Beatles or something, it's like their Sgt. Peppers, right? That album is in itself. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know enough about the, the Beatles, I guess. Well, I mean, Big Bang used to do more kind of, uh, dare I say, like boy bandy songs before then. And they had a lot of different sounding songs compared to what they're doing now. Right. Right. I actually like that beginning era of Big Bang a yeah. little bit more. Like I do like Blue a lot and right. Lies and How Do How Do, that kind of era. Right. And you, and you do mention it like pretty often like you'll you will say like oh this song sounds like an old big bang song and that's what we're referencing like pre-fantastic baby so fantastic baby is kind of like the the mark for this big bang that i think everybody is more familiar with these days yes sir i mean is there anything else to really say about motherfucking fantastic baby i mean it is it is a dance song gets you hyped it's one of those songs that if you put it on people are just gonna be jumping around yep so tell us what your favorite big bang song is i mean again there's a billion. That's produced by Teddy. Right, a Teddy one. Because if it was just in general Big Bang, what would you pick, actually? In Josh? general, ooh. If there's an, I know this is off the cuff. Right. I think my favorite Big Bang song might be Bad Boy. Bad Boy. Yeah. I just, slower one, yeah. I just really like that song. I like, I like singing to it. I like rapping to it. And, I, and I've mentioned before that if I can sing and rap to a song, it kind of has more appeal to me. Mm-hmm. And Fantastic Baby, it's fun to sing along to and, and all that. But I don't know. Just Bad Boy just gets me, you know? I think you're more often in a mood for a, 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 like an emotional song than a hype song, right? A hype right. song has its purposes, right. maybe in general. I think there are more instances where I'll be listening to Bad Boy than Fantastic Baby is kind of what the deal is. Do you know if it that's a Choice 37 song or, or not? I think that's a Choice 37 song. So like, it might show up again if yeah. we do a Choice 37 I'm, I'm 100% certain that's a Choice 37 song. Right. I, I'm going to throw that question right back at you, Steve. And what is your favorite? I mean, you know mine. Do I? Do you? <laughs> uh, mine is 100% lies. Yeah, lies. I was going to say lies. Yeah. I actually found out today, and Josh found out too, that that song was produced. By none other than Brave Sound. Than Brave Sound. That is that was like mind blowing to us because I I always assumed that that song was made by Teddy or Choice Thirty Seven. Yeah. I, I I had no idea that is that if it was made by someone not Teddy and Choice Thirty Seven, I would not think Brave Sound. Yeah. I mean, me neither. I was like, yeah, my was mind nice. was was completely like, what the fuck? Yeah. So you're probably gonna see that song when we do a Brave Sound spotlight as well. So I mean. I don't know. Look the, it, of all the producers, that that one, it will be the fucking hardest one to pick songs. Oh, Brave Sound? Oh, yeah, easily. Sound. Easily. Um, anyways, let's pick the next one. Now, right. I'm going to try and pick another one where we both have what the same got? one. Okay? So I want to keep on the subject of Big Bang. All right? A lot of solo shit has come out from the Big Bang members. 
And I want to start with this one, the oldest one, I think, on this list okay. of mine. And this is by the son himself, oh, Taeyang. The son. With his song, Wedding Dress. Song Steven, and do you know what is it on your list? That's on my list. Yeah, yes, it is. It was actually a very close tie for Taeyang because uh, another song that was produced by Teddy that Taeyang did solo was Eyes, Nose, Lips. Yes, and I really, really like that song as well. But Wedding Dress is a classic, man. It is a it's classic. classic. It's a song where, like, again, I always wish he would just sing another one of these. Someone yeah. was saying something like that. It's just, it's just classic R&B Taeyang, this song. And, I, you know, I don't. we watch a lot of music videos, and 98% of them are not memorable at all. But Taeyang's wedding dress is fantastic. It's, it's quite memorable. I remember him, him dancing, right? I remember him, like, looking all sad <laughs> in a yeah. suit. I totally remember that. Yeah, you remember him, like, in love with his friend's girlfriend and it was so sad because he can't right be in it right <sighs> that's a good song but that's it's a good song a good it's song. like a perfect mix of like pop at the time with that like r&b r&b right like slight r&b i mean nowadays i don't think it would be considered r&b at all but because now you have to go like full in there uh, yeah, at the time it was like it was, oh, it was man, considered nobody R&B, else is like because there was like piano slash keyboard in there, right? Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, that kind of that song reminds me of a time where I was so like into Taeyong's like solo stuff, like that, and I really liked uh, "I Need a Girl." That song was Ooh, really great I, as yeah, well. It was a good song, right? And I'm not sure who produced that. It might have been Choice. I, if I recall correctly, I could be wrong. When I looked it up, okay, it was like an, a a. A nobody party. Uh, okay. Uh, or I, I, would really just, I shouldn't say nobody because it's an awesome song, but it must have been a non-recognizable name. Of. I, I could be wrong, but I don't think it was a choice one. Okay. Uh, because in deciding on whether to do a choice 
producer spotlight or a Teddy one. I looked up both their discographies, but could Anyways. be wrong. I'm often wrong in life, in love, in hey, hey, in everything. Hang in there. I bet my hands like lava on oh, you. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> it's you cold now. You should be happy. No, I, it's cold. I don't want to burn myself. Um, anyways, uh, so that was Taeyong's wedding dress again. Rude. We both shared it. It's a classic, much like Fantastic Baby. Right. What's next, Josh? I think I'm going to go into a different route. Let's talk about some girls. This I song, like girls. This song is by 21, and I'm going to have to pick a song that I think you're not going to pick, but... You know which song I picked, Josh. I know what song <laughs> you picked. So my 21 song is I'm the Best. Fantastic baby, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, the fan, it's the fantastic baby of 21, right? I think all the reasons why I like Fantastic Baby in terms of Big Bang, I like I'm the Best in terms of 21. It's a very iconic song. I think it was the signal of a kind of an, uh, a newer kind of, dare I say, edgier, even though 21 was kind of marketed as kind of edgy to begin with. They really cranked up the like, I mean, the title of the song. I mean, they cranked up the. I'm the shit and I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And and I was really uh happy to see a song like that because it's it's refreshing to have like a a girl group come out and be like, Yeah, I'm the shit. Let's knock shit with baseball bats and you know. Right. Especially at a time where, you know, there weren't that many girl groups and they were almost all girls generation kind of style. Right. They all had a certain style. I mean, arguably uh, a lot of kind of groups now are still following that style, style because K-pop is very cyclical. It was Girl Crush before Girl Crush was a thing, you know? Well, it turned into like Superstar Crush. Like we're wearing the craziest outfits right. and ain't no one going to wear. Like Girl Crush right. nowadays still is like fashionable and like kind of cute and just just chic and more more mannish, quote unquote, right? Yeah. And and now and but 21 just like went full on. I mean, YG is known for their fashion show, you know. Uh, tie-ins and right 
that was the signal of the era of 21 where I was like, nope, I don't want this anymore. Right. So that's why I picked an older 21 song. I know what 21 song you picked. What did you pick, Steven? Let us know. I picked the oldest 21 song. Technically the first uh, song released with 21's name in it. Yeah, it's it's technically not their debut, but they were in this song, right? Yeah, it, right. it, w- it was... It was technically their debut. It was it just their wasn't debut. called their debut. Okay, I, okay. I guess is better. It was the first song, right? That it, it was the first song. Yeah, the it was their first song, and I think they were featuring. I mean, arguably, it's a, co- a collab, right? I think it was like one of the first X's. Yeah. Like, you know. a- anyways, let's stop beating around the bush. What's what is the song? That like? song is Twenty One and Big Bang with their song, Lolly 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 Pop. Oh, not something something. I bet you know how sometimes where you look back at like high school or maybe even college, maybe middle school, and you look and you're like, oh god, I was so strange and awkward back then. I bet twenty one, Big Bang, they look back at that time and they're like, oh god, oh my god, no thanks, no thanks, yeah. True. That 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 video, I bet GD is just like. I wish I could just burn that video down and from erase it from everyone's memory because he's a fashion icon now and what he was wearing in that music video. Wasn't it like a pink? Like it, it was like a marching, marching band, band kind of like yeah. leader outfit. You know, he's wearing like one of those. It was terrible. It was terrible. I mean, the outfits were terrible. But then again, I never found either Big Bang's nor 21's outfit particularly great for my style. Anyways, right. uh, but the song is pure old school k-pop and i i don't mean the original old school right i ain't talking about one time for your mind but i mean original golden age of k-pop where it's just sugary sweet but it's just happiness incarnate and i love this song i just love this song it it's one of the only yg songs that is pure happiness to me Maybe wedding dress. It, wedding dress is still kind of a sadder. Kind it of it song. is a sadder song. It's more of like a ballad of a beat, right? I'm trying to think. Like, of course, "Fantastic Baby" is a hype song, but I wouldn't right. necessarily call it. No, it's a happy. Yeah, song. A, hap- a happy song is different. It's a happy song we would characterize as like a pure pop song. Yeah, right. 
and that might be one of the purest YG pop songs possible. But yeah, because YG doesn't do they don't do quote unquote pop songs, you know. Right, and we mentioned this, but of course, Teddy worked a lot with Big Bang and Twenty One, but he really, really worked with Twenty One. He produced almost all of the Twenty One songs, like exclusively. Yeah, and I'm gonna list some of them because that's what I do. Of course, do he made almost their entire first album. We got Fire, I Don't Care, In the Club. Lollipop, and then he did Tons. some of the later ones like Falling in Love, Do You yeah. Love Me. He did a lot of their solo-y stuff. Yeah. He is responsible for 21 Sound pretty much uh, because with Big Bang, he still ha- works with G-Dragon. So I think it's kind of a meld between their styles. Right. But the 21 one is probably quintessential Teddy Park. If you're going to be like, what's Teddy Park sound? Go look at 21. 21. Yeah, go look at 21. And it's it's that's pretty much his work, you know? Yeah. Uh, but there were a lot of 21 songs that Tons. I enjoy. Again, I mainly enjoy the earlier stuff. So right. I really liked Fire and I Don't Care. I Don't Care. Right. Um, that, that mini album, the original 21 mini album, is, one of, again, one of the only mini albums that I would just listen to the whole thing on repeat over and over and over again. It's pretty rare that I do that. But, you know, if yeah, you're a long-time Steve- listener, you know you know that about man. Yeah, Steven, he doesn't he doesn't really like listening to albums and that's fine. I mean, especially nowadays, man. There's so many there's so many releases. Just so many. And a lot of the songs on the album are just kind of filler sometimes, you know. They it's still are though. Just not great. Well, speaking of songs that aren't filler, Josh, what's the next song you pick? So the next song, okay, so now we're kind of getting into territory where Steven and I, I mean, there's a, a couple picks that we could pick, but it's pretty unknown. What we've got. Probably like 50-50 now, 50-50, maybe. 50-50, right? So the next song that I want to pick is a CL solo song, Men Boom. Men Boom. Is this song on your list, Steven? It is on my list. Right. But, it but it's number six, so I didn't include it. Number six. So it was not there. Ooh, yeah. I remember the 21 album coming out, and a lot of people were really, really hyped about it, but I think the real jewel 
of that album was CL's rapping and CL's work, especially in this solo, solo song, Then Boom. I remember listening to this song and I was like, yo, this song's got me, you know? This kind of reminded me that CL actually can rap decently well. And it's just one of those like bangers, right? Like you're going to a club or something and you're hearing this song and you're getting, you're getting you know, hyped. And I'm kind of surprised I don't hear the song much at all, really. Especially like at the bar that we go to a lot. Yeah. Like it, I'm trying to remember the last time I heard this song. It's, I don't know. It's, it's been, been like a couple months. But it's like it's a good, it's a got a really, really great beat. And, and we'll hear like Good Boy a lot and, you know. What what other Ren like? Well, we don't really hear Fantastic Baby, right? No. Yeah, whatever. Not about no. <laughs> uh, I only say that because we did a few like full album reviews, and this twenty one album was one of like the two that we've ever done. I think. Yeah, we did this. We did this one, and I think uh, Girls Generation one. Yeah, maybe. It's been probably years since I've heard that. I kind of want to go back to it and listen to what we thought of Memboon in the beginning. But it's. I think we did more than one album review. I think we actually talked about the IOI kind of mini debut. Well, we did do the Crystallis one. Right. No, but I I thought we did two. And I forgot about IOI. I I thought we did Girls' Generation or something. I'm sure we did. Anyways, I think we've we've done a handful, but going back and listening to it, what were you saying, Stephen? No, I want to know, like, what we felt at first about that song. Because I know we enjoyed it, but I don't think we enjoyed it as much as we no, ended it definitely, up to enjoy it. It definitely grew on us, I think. But I definitely remember us saying that, as you said, CL carried the shit out of that last 21 album. Yeah. The reason I didn't pick it is, I don't know, I think it may be petty, but I mean, it's my list, so who, you know, who cares? But I think that was the moment where CL was like, you guys... I can really rap. I'm going to do this solo. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to go to America, and it was great, and it indirectly (laughs) led to abominations such as Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Lifted and... Well, less lifted, more um, Hello Bitches, but or Yellow Bitches. Oh, those songs are Yeah. Uh, So I part of me maybe was like holding it back because I was like, no. No, this was the cause. This was the cause, Josh. Just salty AF, man. Salty yeah. AF. But it is a great song. I, I just don't think this song is as catchy. Like when it when it hits, especially we you know we both bought new headphones, right? Like the bass and it, like, it sounds amazing. But I don't think the actual song is that long lasting. I guess, mm. which is why I didn't pick that's, it. That's I mean that's fair. Um, but you're welcome to throw that in my face because I think the my like fifth pick, quote unquote. I also don't think it's super long lasting. All right, it's just like a flavor of the month. But you know what? Speaking of Flavors of the month. Let what me just got? get that one out of the way. So this is, of course, the newest song that Teddy's produced. That's not true. Probably it's one of the newer. Newest. It's one of the newer ones. Yes, it was this year. I forgot that this group just came back, and I haven't actually heard both of those songs. Yes, this group, of course, is Twenty One Version Two. Some people would not take kindly to that, but it's true. I mean, it's true. A because all of these girls' songs were produced by Teddy. by Teddy Park, who was primarily responsible for the last girl group sound. Hmm. I wonder which girl group that is. Uh, this is Blackpink's Whistle. Hey, boy. Make him whistle like a missile. Bomb, bomb. Every time I show up, blow up. Make him whistle like a missile. Bomb, bomb. Every time I show up, 
Steven, that's my number five as well. That's your number five. We got, I got him. We got us. him. We got him. Which means we share four songs. Th- three. Three songs. Right. Because you didn't, because oh, you're, right. you're, you're, you're. Our 21 songs. You're 21 songs. Are, yeah, right. we're 21 songs. Are different. You're right. So why, Josh, did you pick Blackpink's Whistle? I mean, this song is just catchy. It's, it's really, it's really kind of stripped down. And that's kind of rare to see nowadays because a lot of songs have a lot of a lot of things going on. You're right. And this song is more of like a what I think is Teddy and Choice's kind of like charming points is that they really like going in on the bass like for a lot of their songs and just kind of stripping everything else away. And like those kind of songs really kind of speak to my soul more than other songs. Yeah, YG is one of the only companies that like uses bass correctly. Like there are a lot of songs, especially again if you have nicer headphones, where you realize the lack of oomph. Like, yeah, there's bass, but whatever button they're pressing is like missing the whole bottom 75. It's like they're using the tip of the iceberg and YG is using the whole iceberg, right? Yeah, it does it doesn't it doesn't vibrate me, you know? Yeah. And YG songs vibrate you, especially this song. Um, I've said it before, but I think Whistle is the best 21 song in the last three years. If 21 sang it, it would be a little different. I don't think as different as some apologists seem to think. But I'd be totally fine if 21 sang it, right? I'd be, I'd, I'd probably actually be happier because then 21 has released something amazing in the last, you know, three or four. Yeah, years. and the way it's kind of arranged and the way the parts are divided. I very, very easily can see 21 singing it. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned this when we talked about Whistle, but like it's uncanny how similar these girls were coached to sing and coached to rap exactly like their counterparts in, in 21. And I I don't understand that. Like if you just want 21 version two, but younger and without drug problems. And, um, I, and arguably I guess more good attractive. Job, or arguably more, more attractive. attractive. Uh, like I guess that you, that's what you got. But yeah. again- at the time of this recording, I haven't heard the new 21 song, or sorry, the new Blackpink songs. Spoiler. I'm not going to spoil it for you because I know how I hate spoilers. Well, I, I just mean, I don't know whether or not they branched out to a slightly different sound. Looking at Josh's face, I don't think they did. I mean, we'll just go with that. Sure. Okay. 
I don't care. This is not a real spoiler. This is no, not, not a, a real spoiler. Yeah, this is not a movie or a TV well, show. Let's just say, thank God, Whistle came out. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because right. a lot of our Slack jingles were saying that they didn't like it at first, but then it's like growing and growing and growing and growing. Yeah, and some growing. people call it, like call it a tumor, like yeah. a brain flu, they were saying. That if you want to put a quote on a CD box, which nobody ever does, I was thinking movies, but this song is the brain. It's like a tumor. It's a brain. Flu. It's like the Zika virus. It just gets in there. Yeah. Uh, and then makes your babies have small heads. Um, God. Why, why did you go there? I don't know why <laughs> I went there. Uh, I'm trying to think of another reason why I, I picked this. Uh, the song is just good. The song is just good. Yep. It, it's it's a head nodder, right? You can kind of really get into it. And the whistling parts are very, very catchy. I mean, usually when there's like claps or haze or whistles, there's usually a more catchier song anyways, right? Yeah, yeah. If that, it, I mean, that's the stuff that we like, right? That is the stuff. The stuff I don't like is Boom Bye Yeah, but, you know, we don't. Then you might no. not like these things. Say songs. no to Boom Bye everybody. Uh, well, Black Pink in your area. That was all of your songs, right, Josh? Yeah. So I'm going to talk about my last song. I'm actually surprised this last song is not on your list. The last two songs were kind of a toss up. I mean, uh, if we did this list again next week, they'd they'd probably change. Right. As as is par for our course, right? Right. When we prepare for these things, uh, the last one is a song. By a male solo artist. His name is Seven. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Seven. It's definitely not Seven. Yeah. Um. It of course it is by. Well, there are only two other kind Mr. of solo Mr. artists Mr. from Big Bang. Yeah. The could be TLP, could be GD, but it's it's With, GD. Yeah, Mr. Um, Good Boy himself, GD. Which song do you think I picked, Josh? Because uh, he's had some songs. The song that I I almost picked was actually um. Uh, that XX. Mm. Do you think I would pick that song though? Uh, Do I like slower R and B type songs? Uh, sometimes. You're, sometimes you do. All right, maybe you don't know me as well as I thought sometimes because I always do like those types of sometimes songs. Sometimes you do. My last pick is, of course, G Dragons. That XX. <laughs> That was my number six. Yes, sir. That was my number six. This song featuring a very young Jenny from Blackpink, which we just spoke about. And this was a G-Dragon song that, again, I've always kind of gra- gravitated towards the, I think, sadder ones. It is sadder, yeah. Like, I do like lo- uh, uh, sober 
not sober. Fuck me in the butt. Uh, I I crayon. do like no, not crayon. Get your crayon. Definitely not crayon. Get your crayon. Uh, like blue and lies and Get loser, loser, loser is the one I'm fucking trying to think of, and Josh Sorry. is not helping I, me at all. I'm actually not super anti-helping you. Fine. You were you're just yelling crayon <laughs> in my head. I think that was not helping. <laughs> Which me. I do all the time. Yeah, you do. Yeah, if you can see like the behind the scenes and how we like prep for the podcast or the after show show, it's, it's usually Stephen trying to focus. And me making like the same joke or just saying the same phrase over and over and over again just to fuck with him. That's not even preparing. That's just you <laughs> always We're hanging out with friends. I, I, love, I love. I especially love to do it when you're trying to focus or remember things. I blame you. You're like I know. annoying I know. I know. midget in my brain. Well, midget is not a. No, I'm sorry, term. a little person in my brain. But anyways, what were you saying? Well, I don't know what I was saying. Oh yeah, that XX by G Dragon. You like lo- you like loser. You like songs like that. Yeah, I like slower. the slower like R and B ballad type songs right. more. Crayon was 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 great for what it was, right? A hype song, but of all the G Dragon solo songs, it was one hundred definitely one hundred percent. This one is miles right. Above, yeah. In my mind, honestly, I think Blackpink was a for sure pick of mine, and. It, it came down between CL's solo and GD's solo. I kind of just kind of felt like CL rather than GD this time around. I mean, I, I understand. Like, my yeah. six was CL's Memboon, and my seven was was Mino's. Um, I'm that. I'm him. I'm him. Yo, I had that on my list for a while, too. Again, very similarly to CL's. Like, that song has a really banging backing yeah. track. And strangely, I also had a Lee High on my list. I 100% did not have yeah. Lehigh on my list. I really like that song off her newest album, My Star. So I had that on there. Like, I enjoy-ish Lehigh. I know you like Lehigh more, but I, Lehigh just remotely doesn't even come close in my head to how much I've enjoyed any of these songs. She wasn't even in consideration. What, what, what was in consideration on your list, Stephen, besides Mino? and That was it. Like, the other ones you mentioned, like Eyes, Nose, Lips. Trying to think. I mean, for 21, if it wasn't Lollipop, I probably would have went with I Don't, I don't care. care or Fire. I, I'm not quite sure which one. And if Big Bang, if it wasn't Fantastic Baby, I was considering Loser, actually. Yeah, I was actually going to go either Loser or Blue. I really like Blue as well. Yeah. Blue maybe would be th- third. Although Bang 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 has really... Yeah, Bang 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 is, but Bang 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 is essentially like Fantastic Baby version two, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's YG in a nutshell. Like that YG, as much as everybody loves their stuff, well, that's not. It's not a. It's not a dig at YG. Like I think a lot of the, like SM has their own uh, like three pathways, right? But YG really only has three pathways, and they stick to those three pathways pretty pretty spot on. Like like for me, SM and YG are kind of like. Coke and Dr. Pepper, right? Like SM's Coke, you know what you're getting. It's Coke. It's tried and true. It's it's the formula, right? And Dr. Pepper is like that thing that not everybody loves, but the people who do love it, they love it intensely. Right? Also n- not available. In and also state. there's like just nothing else tastes like Dr. Pepper. It's true. Right. Although coming from the South and, and you're from California, I mean, there are a lot of states that have just never even tasted it before. Yeah, right. Which is crazy to me. It's crazy. And then, then what's JYP? Like all the other random ass shit? JYP is kind of, I think, like a Sprite 
Oh, I was going to go with one of those Coke fountains where you can like mix your own drink. Because sometimes oh. to me, that's what JYP is. They're like, a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of this. How about this random ass drink? Like a local brewery, local soda uh, brewery. Oh, okay. How about this? You know, because JYP is just. Well, I think more so now. Weird. Yeah, I think more so now. Yeah. He, he he's he's kind of like pineapple Fanta, you know. It's just like his Fanta in general. Just so many fucking flavors of Fanta, you know. Yeah, actually, I was I would say the opposite. I think when he used to make every song, it was a lot weirder and stranger. But then now that it's really not JYP anymore, and it's like a a group consensus kind of vote. Right. Uh, I think it's gotten a little bit more like mainstream. I mean, yeah, a little bit more trendy. Yeah, definitely with like Got Seven and right. I mean, well, I, I would. Uh, Twice is not really trendy. They are the trend. You know, yeah, they, they, are, they have they the black eyed yeah, song, yeah. right? Yeah. I can't really think of any other random songs. I know there were some. What, what was that GD top duo? There were some songs from that, like Zutter. Like you'd like Zutter, yes. Zutter, but the older one, uh, I don't remember what those. There's a, there's a top song that I kind of liked back in the day. I think it was like I'm. Turn it up, I think it was called. I, I didn't I really decently li- I decently like that song. The solo-y stuff. Uh, let me look through this list real quick. Right. I've never heard of some of these songs. Like G-Dragon's Gossip Man? I don't know. G-Dragon's The Leaders? I've heard of that song, but I haven't. Yeah. My favorite song, Sevens, Money Can't Buy Me Love, you know? Oh, hi, hi, and like turn it and like oh yeah, like GD and top stuff. The not good GD and top song. Yeah, all those twenty Rose songs. Lehigh's Rose. Some winner yeah. songs. He did. Uh, uh, Teddy also did like arguably the 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 worst two icon songs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anthem and apology. I think most of the other ones was were choice. Yeah. He did size. Uh, daddy. That great. Record God, that's not my daddy. Yeah, um, that's kind of it. Yeah, he really hasn't. He focused, of course, a lot on Big Bang. I think so. I think that's why Choice focused on Winner and Icon right. kind of last year. I don't. know. Let me ask you, since we are talking about one of YG's in-house producers, right? Yeah. Do you think? How can I say this? Because Big Bang's finished soon. I, I mean, not finished like forever finished, but. The the military dudes are starting yeah. to come after this made album is supposed to come out right. sometime or another. Like they're going to be gone probably for two to three years, right? Right, at least two years. I mean, and that's assuming that all of them go at the same time, right? right? Like if they're stagnating, they if they're will. stagnating it, then we might not see Big Bang for even five years. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think. Do you think they'll go at the same time? I don't think so. But I think it would be hard. I think it would be hard for them to go at the same. I think. I think it'll be split into kind of two groups. Like one group will go in like earlier and one will kind of, you know, follow a little bit after, but you know, it'll it'll probably add like a year, maybe a year and a half right to their reunion time. So like I guess like two it does already. make sense business wise to to stagger their releases, especially the three soloists, right? You know, Daesung and Sungri, like whatever. Let, let those motherfuckers go. But yeah. Like you should probably not like let G Dragon have some solo time so we can at least release release some stuff right and TOP can release some stuff and stagger those uh, and Taeyong right right I guess business wise that would make the most sense but right anyways I guess my question is 
do you think it'd be a good idea to like once Big Bang's gone to have Teddy focus on either Icon or Winner and Choice to focus on the other so that I, I, or I mean, do you think because Icon also has Bi kind of producing right. it and and being the G Dragon of his thing and right. Winner's got Mino I guess Mino doing his and thing and, and some other guy, guy that I don't really yeah. know his name like or do you think they should just let it go and let their budding flowers develop their own sounds. Well, I think YG has always been praised by a lot of fans for having their members produce a lot of their own music as well. Like even though Teddy is producing a lot of these mu- a lot of this music, uh, I feel like you know CL and GD, and they're, they're kind of getting involved, right? Taeyang as well. But I think you and I have 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 touched on this a little bit beforehand about how we think YG needs to start getting some outside influences besides the producers they've been using for so long, right? Because Teddy and Choice, we can spot their songs a mile away now, right? And then the problem with Blackpink, even though they did release a good song in Whistle, we just can't divorce that. That's a 21 song in our mind, right? So if you want to diversify your groups, you got to diversify your producers as well. Right. Right, so it really depends on what he wants, right? If YG wants to keep being YG and like not really doing like anything else, which I think would be a mistake because everybody's kind of getting their hands wet in this like hip hop kind of fountain, you know? And YG isn't the only people doing hip hop anymore. So I think they need to start dibble dabbling in other things. Yeah. At least that's my opinion. I mean, that's the main argument we've, we've, I think we've had a long ass discussion right, 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 about. Right whether or not YG should diversify. And I know there are some people that said, well, if they keep making hits, right, then let them keep making hits. And they do still, I mean... I mean, that's a, that's essentially like saying, like, you know, SM beating Super Junior and, you know, Girls' Generation to the ground. Of course, they're going to put out songs and they're going to be popular because they have huge fan bases. But, SM, I mean, SM recently has been doing a lot of more experimental things, right, with Station and a bunch of that. But is YG going to be the new SM and just kind of just repackage what they have over and over and over again, you know? Well, I, I wouldn't word it. Like, I think both of them, that's, they've been doing the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, that's K-pop, for a right? Long but time. Well, I, I say that because I read something on Reddit, you know, the financial earnings of, you know, JYP and SM and YG, and, like, both SM and YG this year have gone down, their stock prices have gone down some ex- exorbitant amount, like yeah, uh, 30 to 40%. Amount. Both of them. And YG has went down even further recently because of the report that he was into that Parkune nonsense. Yeah. Right? But JYP, on the other hand, had like a plus 50%, while all the other two companies had a minus 50%. Of course, that's that's a major twice thing, right? And maybe a little bit got seven, but mostly twice. Mostly twice. And IOI. Always, and IOI a little bit, right? Somi is kind of... A little, but I don't think that affects probably not a huge stock amount. price as much. But but I think part of that is confidence in JYP for being able to broaden their company's aims, right? We've said this before, but that like, yeah, YG and SM, it's been working for them, so they keep doing it, but they haven't really been looking into the future into diversifying, right? Like every financial manager in the world is going to tell you, you should probably diversify. Diversify your bonds. Yeah. I kind of think the one of the main problems with YG is the fact that they rely on these two producers so heavily like because you said yeah like GD does produce a lot of his stuff and so does Mino and blah 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 but really 
they're not doing that great of a job at diversifying because ninety percent so of Icon songs sound like they could have been Big Bang songs, and Winner songs I think do sound they're starting to be more a bit different, different yeah. but not different in an amazing way because Winner songs I think really haven't taken taken hold of the Korean yeah. market at least. Like I think JYP has has reinvented themselves the proper way. For me, whenever you take a sample or whenever you take an original product and you're trying to make something new while still keeping true to that product, JYP did a really good job with with Twice, right? Like it's still K-pop, but it's just, it's a little bit different K-pop, you know? Like it's not it's not necessarily the K-pop that we're used to. And SM, I think, are doing it in a way that's a little bit more strange. Like they're kind of having an, almost an over, not overhaul, but they're having like a more experimental kind of rebranding, you know? So the here's the thing is I'm kind of arguing against what I just said. I actually think the reason JYP has been doing well is that he has finally embraced what SM and YG have been doing. He actually has gotten more mainstream and, and, and more trend and he's trying to be trendy. Right. Like he went from no like very notoriously like picking members in his group by feel and not their talents, not their their like right. acumen. He's just like I, I that's why JYP is famous for having all these super famous ex trainees that are in all these other groups because he let them go because he just they just didn't have the right feeling. He's kind of went away from that and done more of a production line. We have a reality show. We, you know, we're gonna do popularity. This is all by popularity. I'm not gonna make these songs anymore. We're gonna hire a third party and we're gonna rely on that third party, you know, Black Eyed Pill song with twice. Like I just think that in a weird way, he's doing what SM and YG are doing, but he's starting now, which means that it's not stale yet. But YG and SM have been doing it for five to eight years that mm. it's already stale. Like, I think in part of our last podcast talk about whether or not Somi should join twice or if Somi should join the next girl group. I think JYP will have a problem if he's if he really is going to have another girl group so quickly. Like, how is he going to differentiate that girl group from uh, twice? Right. Right. Like. If there's another boy group, how is it going to differentiate that boy group from GOT7 when all GOT7 is doing nowadays is just the most mainstream stuff possible, right? right? Like, GOT7 started as this quirky, like, who knows what we're going to get boy right. group to, like, just ape in other I'm people's styles. I'm going hard. I'm going right? hard, right? And while I really like Twice stuff, like, that is the most mainstream stuff coming from JYP, right? Like, right. Wonder Girls is last song was totally weird, right? It's like this super weird, weird reggae yeah. thingamabobber. But and it was super popular, though. Yeah, it was super popular, but it, that that was like what JYP used to kind of be about, right? right. And Just being weird and quirky. Yeah, so I, I, I really, you know, fast forward to five years from now, if we're still doing this podcast, like I, I really kind of expect us to say, like, man, JYP is just doing the same old JYP, right? Like, man, Thrice is really not that good, right? <laughs> like, got eight. You know, a party live or eight live or whatever you can call it. I don't know. Yeah. Six live. And, and maybe in five years we'll be like, oh, man, like SM fucking changed it up. Like we're so hype, you know, like I, I really do think that's the future or or maybe 
SM and YG, well, they're never going to go away. But I, I kind of I kind of look at it from a, a different kind of point of view, like more economically, like as a business. Yeah. And I think JYP, they had such huge success recently is because they've done their market research properly. Like they know what is in demand. And so they made a group essentially that was to meet that market demand, which is in twice. Right. right. Because twice was a, a reality show that was just like, okay, what do you guys like? You guys are going to vote and we're just going to mash them all together. And it just so happens that all the members are capable because they've trained for a long, a long enough time. Right. I think also that's why produce was so popular because, you know, you have, you know, 101 girls and it's by popularity. And so you're obviously having like almost pure market research right there. That That is information right there. And YG, I think the problem with them is that they, they're not really doing market research. They're just like, I think they're more stubborn. They're like, we're going to do this. We're going to put out Blackpink. It's going to be by Teddy. And there are going to be people who like it. And that's it. Because our last girl group was made primarily by Teddy and people like that. Exactly. Exactly. And I think for SM and and YG to bounce back, they need to do uh, market research. Not necessarily in the way that, you know, 16 and, and well, You're not produce. saying make a reality show. Right, right, right. Say. I'm not saying make a reality show. But you, they need to do more, more uh, you know, they need to find out what the demand is for their product. Uh, it kind of sounds weird that I I word it that way, but JYP was so weird he didn't have necessarily a sound right, so he just went out and been like, "What do you guys want from me? I have a whole shit ton of trainees. Oh, you guys want these ones? Okay, right. go ahead, right?" And I think YG and SM are kind of secretive. I mean, SM is starting to get a little bit better because they have rookies now, right? SM rookies, right? SM's changing it up by doing this whole NCT thing, and I and I think that is their attempt at market research and the way i look at it yg is not following that trend and they need to mm. no, no i yeah i think i agree because i mean sm is like the, the king of market, market research. research right even though it hasn't been working well recently i think they've been aiming a little too internationally and i think at least again you know since we both live in korea i think the korean stuff and that's why their korean stock market price has gone down because it, a lot of it hasn't resonated super well in Korea, except for maybe some Red Velvet stuff, right? Yeah, well, I mean, that's the reason I think why SM was popular in the first place is because instead of doing market research, they made these groups that had mass appeal. You know, like Super Juniors, you have your Girls' Generations, you know, you have your EXOs, where you have a flavor for everybody who's who likes ice cream, you know? Right. And But now where you have a, essentially kind of like a super group like twice where everybody has their own flavor and they're really popular amongst themselves for, for apparently no reason, right? Just popularity's sake. It's hard to do a group that's just catch all like that anymore. So do you fully expect... So do you want the next either SM or YG girl group to be a massive group like twice or IOI? Uh, I do not. I don't. I I expect it from SM because right they have a history. I mean, Red Velvet is 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 relatively small, right? It's like yeah, it's you know five. Right. Red Velvet is very small, so I think they're kind of straying away from that. But SM rookies and SCT, I'm not really sure. I don't know. Like I fully expect 
the next SM girl group to be at least eight, seven, like seven, eight, nine. I mean, I want why I want YG's. Be, I mean, it's just so against YG's company formula of like small number. Yes, I fully understand that Blackpink can dance better than at least all YG artists, relatively, right? But. Even Blackpink stuff, even though I've seen the practice video for like Whistle and those girls are fucking working it, like you're never gonna see any of our students or in people just doing that dance or any of those dances because they're just not, it's not YG. You just can't emulate them, yeah, easily. And they're that one specifically had a lot of twerking, so like you definitely right. gonna have middle some school trouble. Asian girls yeah, doing, doing that shit, yeah. right? Like, granted, that's not their aim, but like. That's the way to get the general Korean public in your favor, right? right. That's why Red Velvet stuff is it, it does so well in G Friends and now twice, right? right? Like, I want them to not mainstream them. Like, don't, don't give me like a crazy pop group, but like, right. I want their version of a Twice or a Girls Generation. Yeah, or that, something. that's that's what I was trying to get to. Like, in the end, in the end, you are a K-pop group company. Right, you make K-pop groups, and you have a certain style. Just make a K-pop group that is more trendy, but is still kind of your style, is what I I think YG should do. And Blackpink, I think, is not really an incarnation of that. They're essentially, you know, I think they need to have a new producer that's not Teddy, just like Twice has a new producer that's not JYP. But we say that, but then like, what the song? Blackpink, you know, the song is still chart super high, and you know, people hear it all the time. You know, like, yeah, that's true. It's just one of those. Are we, you know, thinking of the future or not? Yeah. I, I do think if we're gonna make right in five years, random ass calls. Like, I one hundred percent think that YG is fucked if they don't differentiate, and they're not gonna have another girl group for a long time, right? They're not going to have another boy group for a really, really, really long time. They just released two of them, you know? And speaking of reality shows, like, both Icon and Winner had a reality show, right? Bobby's a household name because of a variety show. Oh, yeah, you're right. Mino is a household name because of a variety show or a competition show, you know? like, And both of them are popular. We're not saying they're not popular. Right. But they're not the next Big Bang, which you need as a company right. to continue, you know, right. just like SM's struggling really hard because they need another super junior. They need another gross slash whatever. And EXO was that for a while, but I think a lot of the troubles that EXO has found themselves in, I'm going to wind that back a little bit. They have EXO. They don't have an ex girls generation. Right. There we go. I mean, arguably Sorry. red velvet is quote unquote, the next girls generation, right? Like that's what they're hoping, but oh, I don't. I think they they they're the next FX. They're not the next Girls Generation. Yeah, Girls Generation. I mean, Girls Generation. They put out like gangbuster numbers, though. Like yeah. for example, what I mean is like when I'm ask when I'm talking to students, I'm like, who's the hottest or who's the cutest girls? It is never ever ever Red Velvet, despite some of like those girls them. being really 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 pretty. They're just never thought of in the conversation of like, yeah, it's strange. Who do I want to be? Who do I look up to? Who do I, 
you know, want to bang, you know, to the, you know, I'm not asking kids that, but like, it's but I mean, never, that's kind of what it boils down to, right? For those middle-aged boys. Yeah. Or, or even high school. I mean, or even college. Or I mean, like, yeah. And I'm not even talking about like, you got to be the girl's day and be like out there. You got to be AOA. Like a lot of those people will say twice and twice has never done any anything, sexualized anything thing. Anything sexual, right? yeah. That's why I don't think Red Velvet is the next girl generation at all because girl generation was the everybody wanted them right and while that has nothing to do with music and has nothing to do with their dancing skills that is that's the k-pop factor yeah, one third of the importance of being a superstar group right is right it's, people want to be you and have you i i call that the k-pop appeal right yeah yeah and so i don't think revel has it despite being a great group and we like a lot of their songs right they don't they don't have that universal kind of k-pop appeal yeah Will NCT U girl version? I don't actually even know if NCT is just we'll have, the men yeah, or if it's there's a whole girl section hit away that we don't know. Same we'll, thing about SM. Just you don't know, you never know. Yeah, they they have like so many trainees that are like from everywhere. I mean, every every company has a shit ton of trainees. Right. But anyways, long story short, yeah. Teddy, while you've done a great number of things, and pass, you still continue to 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 make good songs. I don't know. There's no TLDR. I don't know if we even agreed on anything. Teddy should step away. Kind of like Brave Sound. A little bit, I think, and have somebody else do, come up, come in up a, spot. a little bit. Right. Like you and your homeboy, Choice 37, holding it down. You've done a great job. For years and years You and can years. still make songs if you want to make songs, right? But like... Y'all been holding it down since like... Let's let someone else take a shot because I think the longevity of your company re- relies on that yeah you, i mean you guys have been holding it down for like eight nine years now you guys can take a break Y'all yeah take also a break. because all your shit sounds the fucking same so the thing is like i would be totally fine if teddy evolved his sound or at least put on a his 21 hat and then put on his icon hat and put on his winter hat and it was a different thing for each hat like i think a good producer can do that right but well, I say that, but, but most producers most, most producers, producers are have a sound, sound, right? It's hard. <laughs> I'm not blaming Teddy. I think Teddy does a great job at what he does, right? I mean, obviously, some of my favorite songs of all time are, are Teddy songs, right? Basically, we I both th- hope for more. I, I think what it comes down to is, if you want different music, you have to have different people making it. Yes, sir. That's what it boils down to. The last thing I want to talk about, since this is the after show, despite it being the producer spotlight, what happens in a world? It, this is definitely not going to happen, right? But if you have been living under a rock and yeah. you don't know, crazy shit has been happening in Korea politically. Yes. Right? Um, I think the, the, the best TLDR for an American audience is like... Imagine if Obama had someone from the Westboro Baptist Church like controlling a lot of things that he was doing. I wasn't going to go to Westboro Baptist. I was going to go Scientologist. Oh, like, I mean Scientologists, yeah. The Baptist, that's way crazier. That's But that's I, mean, like, the, I mean they're pretty I mean, Scientologists are crazy in their own yeah. right, but they're not like picketing uh, right, 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 right. Anyways, I get what you're saying. You're correct. That is a good TLDR. It's like so a shadow puppet, right? Committee has been controlling the entire country's decisions for the last like whatever years right yeah and recently yg was brought up in connection with that because yg got a lot of these like 
political stuff gotten through without much hassle, blah, 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 blah. What happens in a world where Papa YG needs to like go to prison or step down? That's crazy. Right? Or like what happens in a crazy world where like YG's gone? Oh, like man. YG Entertainment as a whole is gone. Oh man, where would where would like Big Bang and Twenty One go? What would they? Would they? Would they? Twenty One's already own, done, guys. Would, I mean, but. would they make their own label? Like I'm, yeah, I'm ninety percent sure GD would be like, all right, I'm gonna open up my piggy bank, right? Take out a little bit of you know a little bit of his money, and it's like, all right, let me just make my own studio. But would he bring all of the YG artists? If there was one YG artist to kick out, who do you think G Dragon would not ante up the money for? I think in terms of sound, the winner is the most different than everybody else. So you could argue that he would want to keep them, but you could also argue that he would not keep them because their sound is so different. I think he would kick out. We're not talking about random like solo artists, right? Right. Or like Tablo's underground shit, right? Right, right, right. How I think he'd kick out uh, Icon. They're just I a think, copy of. I think he would kick. He might kick out Akmu. No. Akmu, though. Nobody would kick out Akmu. Akmu and Winner, they're so different, though. But see, if Akmu gets kicked out, 100%, they'd be fine. Yeah, because they could just go to like any, like, you know, Mystic 89 or something. Yeah. Or some of the smaller groups. And Icon get kiss, gets kicked out. Where they go? I mean, Bobby oh. will be fucking set for life, right? Yeah, Bobby would be fine. But I don't. I don't think Icon be okay. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> I don't think they'd be okay. Anyway, I just had a random thought. Like, how uh, crazy it would be if we found out that, like, all of a sudden YG as a company is like, yo, we're, we're done fraudulent. So. Yeah, we all we fraud all the money that we've been paying you guys. We're like from this crazy cult that you know, the sh- the shamanistic cult. Right. And actually, GD is part of it, and all of his songs has a secret meaning that's actually like trying to convert you into this shaman cult thing. And it's and like, the way he's been dressing so weirdly is because he's a cult member. Yeah. And like, why is TOP so into like being strangled and killing people? Because he's or a taking shaman. pictures he's of a furniture and shit. Yeah, he's a fucking shaman. Yeah. Why do you think the ch- I'm a choker bitch likes to choke people? <laughs> he's a fucking shamanistic motherfucker. I was just shitting on Big Bang. What, what if that? What if uh, Sungri? Like that's why you can never see his. Wait, Sungri? No, why? Day song. You never see his eyes. He's always covering his eyes. Shifty. Because of some shamanistic shit. His eyes are so shifty. Yeah. Um, like your eyes. You can't see my eyes at times. Yeah, that's why they might be shifty as shit. Wow. I think if anyone's got shifty ass fucking eyes, it's this motherfucker right here. Yo, not incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. All That's right. going to finish it for this super rambly, I don't know what the heck Super happening. random, yeah. Uh, after show. But it is the after show, and uh, that's what you guys get on the after show. Yeah, we had a good discussion today, though. Yeah. It's pretty good. Next week for our main episode, there again, the big hitters keep on coming. There's, it's of course, time. the Blackpink songs that we didn't even, or I haven't even heard yet. There's been this Mamamoo thing that's right. stirring up some controversy. You know, there's, of course, B.A.B. Right, right. Apparently, they just won some award, which kind of blew my mind a little bit. There's, of course, other people, the EXO subunit, yeah. Hyorin Song, other people. More other people. That's kind of it. 
of course, we're only, you know, there's still a whole nother week kind of left to go. So it's going to be another big episode for 102. Right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. No, 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 no. No, 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 no,